Yo, Dan, if you ever doubted the power of TikTok and a black woman's hips, my way, this song is ringing off outside. <laughs> and no one knew it last week, bro. Yo, this song is mad. <laughs> anyway, it's going good. We're joined by, by a new patron. New patron, we're going to welcome you in a bit. We just need to get through some formalities. All protocol needs to be observed. So give us a second as we kick it off. Dan, let's pick up the energy. Are you, ready? Are you good to go? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready, man. I'm ready. I did promise that we're going to be starting the show with uh, with uh, some classic memes. Mm. I have one for you. Let, let me know if you if you remember this. I'm trying to find the original and I just keep coming across. Okay, mm. I know where to it, go. It's almost like you didn't prepare for this podcast, Dan. Look, I want to be honest with you and I want to be honest with everyone who's listening to the podcast right now. The preparation levels of this episode are low. <laughs> this is probably uh, the, the lowest they've ever been. This, ext- this is an all-time... <laughs> ex- extremely low, actually. Crims, you're um, you but- the ball. Crims, crims. Ah, you, there's a reprimand coming your way soon, my boy. But that having been said, this is this is where the boys separate themselves from the men, Phil. You know what I'm saying? Mm, mm, mm. I mean, anyone when they're well prepared can have a good podcast. But when you're not well prepared, can you have a good podcast? Ah, dun, dun, dun. Well, let me remind you of a meme. You're such a nerd. I even know where you got this from. You sad, sad man. Dan is getting his meme from Leo Laporte. No, I'm not. <laughs> so I actually haven't listened to this week's tweet, so this is very funny because I guess now I'm gonna find it. <laughs> I have not listened. Fun fact: mm-hmm. that's the first and only ever ringtone I ever bought for my iPhone. Ah. <laughs> So if you're wondering what's going on, where have you been stuck under a rock or whatever the case is? Back in 2013, February of 2013, um, the Harlem Shake was released as a song and uh, it became a viral challenge where people started posting up videos of them being somewhat normal, then being extremely abnormal. And then it just got weirder and weirder and weirder. You know, when the, when the beat drops, do the Harlem that's when it changed and people were wild and it was it was crazy um literally thousands if not tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands of videos were being uploaded everywhere of people doing this i remember companies were doing it i remember we were getting pressure at the radio station that we must do our own video mm. i was like guys 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 let's relax before we embarrass ourselves i can't remember if a video was done but i do recall not being interested in being in one did you guys do the jerusalem challenge we did not, but <laughs> people were pushing for it to be done. We are slacking. We are slacking, guys. <laughs> American music producer and DJ Bauer released the song. Uh, it was released uh, close to the end of 2012, and it was weird that it got viral a few months later in 2013. Um, but yeah, usually this is the format of how the video typically worked, but obviously it evolved into like more and more crazy uh, uh, scenarios. It started off with one person who's who was masked or wearing something weird or whatever the case is, dancing by themselves. And then when the beat drops, all of a sudden it's like mayhem, and there's like a bunch of people uh, doing whatever it is that they're doing. So 
Yeah, it was uh it was a tough time, but it was very viral. I remember that. Mm. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, you see, even unprepared, I was able to think off the top of my head, damn, a viral video from years ago. Come on, Dan, come on, think of one, think of one. And it wasn't because I listened to two this week in tech. All right, cool. But anyway, uh All right, Dan, let's start the show. Mm-hmm. Shall we start the show, ladies and gentlemen, with a little bit of energy? We gotta ask, are y'all good to go? Sound of the them. Let me hear a drum play. Welcome to another episode of Two Broke Twimbos. It's your favorite podcast in the land. Featuring your boys. My name is Danny That Guy, a.k.a. <clears throat> it always takes me a second to remember. A.k.a. Denny Be My Life, Your Entertainment. A.k.a. Danos the Mad Titan. A.k.a. Uh... Flip. Okay, wait. What's <clears throat> going on? Dan, what's happening? Is dementia setting in? Danny That Guy, a.k.a. Danos the Mad Titan. A.k.a. Denford Wekumaraini, a.k.a. Denimbi, my life, your entertainment, a.k.a. I'm done with these streets. Put me on an Emirates flight to Dubai. A.k.a. Akuna Mumwendi Danmu. It's your boy Phil Chart. The unmistakable, the irrefutable, <laughs> the silenceable. You can call me Mosesable, Nangoable, all dayable. Phil Chad, aka Flynn Flows, the big boss, baby. Aka Sex and Love, aka Filthy Phil, aka DJ Mkaraji. And of course, Welcome back to another episode of Two More Combos. We're back again, one more again for another episode of your favorite podcast. There are a few things that were prepared, so allow me to uh, talk about our Zimbabweans doing it big, uh, starting off with. Uh, Look, this is a 2BT bump. This is all kinds of things. Not only is he coming fresh off of winning his Nama Award for Best Actor in a Theatrical Production or Outstanding Actor uh, after he was uh, on the Two Broke Tumbles podcast, but also he has been announced. Uh, we're talking about Sean Mundawarara, who has been announced uh, to be playing Simba, or rather to be the understudy for Disney's Simba in the UK and that's, that's surrounding that's areas. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't wait to hear so, Simba say, Oh, I just can't wait to be king. I have heard him sing that. In a falsetto. Actually. In a falsetto. Though. <laughs> so this is, this is, okay, hold on. Let me, let me kill this. This is, this is how I know Simba. I know Simba because, not. Sean. <laughs> I know Sean Munda. <laughs> uh, because we used to go to karaoke together. Um, we would just meet there at karaoke and he would always sing something from the music, from the, the original soundtrack for the Lion King. So it would either be, um, what's, what, what's, what's the one about, uh, the one he sings when he sees his dad in the clouds. 
Come on, Philip. What do you mean? Can you feel the love? There's no song there. There's Can you feel the love tonight? And that ends. Then he goes, then he meets up with Rafiki. He sees his dad. Remember. Remember. And then he runs and it's Kumbaya Minima. Kumbaya Minima. Kumbaya Minima. And then Nala wakes up and then Nala wakes up and then she wakes up tomorrow <laughs> and boom and they panic. And then it's like, who's the king? Who's the king? Oh, who's going to take us to our place as king? And then they follow him there. And then while he's stalking the Pride Lands, Timon and Puma then pitch up. So there's no song when he meets Mufasa. I know this. I've watched Lion King at least 100 times. That's the first cassette I've ever owned. This is, this is very concerning. Very concerning. Well, look, um, you've been suckling at the teat of Disney's capitalism for a long time now. But the point is, uh, Sean used to love singing Lion King soundtrack songs. So uh, big shout out to him and congratulations for, you know, doing your thing and appearing uh, in the, this musical. Mm. Uh, very proud of you, young man. Good job. In fact, he has just arrived in the UK, uh, as I've been following on his social media. Uh, mm. Just in time we should, for the we Arsenal should victory him. parade. We, sh- we should phone him. Yeah, why not? Let's give him a call. Sean is now pretty much our correspondent, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Are you calling him? I'm calling him. I am indeed. All right. Hold on. I'm going to just take this quick Danny, that guy. Hello, Sean. You sound like you're in rehearsals. No. I, well, I just, just blocked up to, to craft, you know. <laughs> well, you're alive. Office, you know? <laughs> you're alive uh, you know, on the I'm just kind of geeking out right now. Oh, very cool, very cool. Oh, I'm live on the phone. Oh, you always do this to me, bro. <laughs> Catching me off guard. We're calling to congratulate you, bro. Be grateful. Jesus. Um, much appreciated, man. I really, really, really appreciate it. I'm mean, you always catch me in that. I'm like I'm having a nerd moment right now. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like, yeah, looking at people. I'm seeing the stage. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is oh wow. This, yeah. is, this is exactly <laughs> what crazy. we want to capture, Sean. This 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 nerd <laughs> thing that you're having. That's why we call you without any warning. I see that timing incredible, man. Timing incredible. Very nice. Uh, Congratulations. And uh, I, was, yeah. I was just telling Phil here that the reason I know Sean is because he was always singing Lion King musical, uh, uh, um, you know, the soundtrack songs when it, whenever at karaoke. So if anyone has been in karaoke for, this, for all his life, it's you, my man. That, that's it. It was, it was practice the whole time. That's what, uh, so we didn't realize it was practice. So, uh, yeah, call it manifestation. Nice. Well done, man. Well so, done, my so man. Sean, we're having an argument because Dan yeah. claims that you, Thank you, so much, you performed the song where Simba, well, grown Simba, is talking to the ghost of Mufasa, and I was telling him there's no song during that scene. So, do you do you wanna you wanna interject there and and correct Dan and tell us which mysterious song they, is? they actually. No, in the musical, in the musical, there actually is a song during that scene. That's He Lives in You. That's the which one. Which was originally yes, thank you, Sean. from The Lion King 2. Oh, that's from the Lion King out, 2 movie. Out. He Lives in You is from Lion King Part 2. But in the musical. He lives in you. He lives Phil, we're in talking me. about the musical. In, in the, yeah, in the movies. In the movies, yes. In the movies, yes. But in the musical, in the musical, 
Oh, okay. Now I got to go greet people, man. <laughs> Guys, appreciate the call as always. All right, man. Go do your thing. Uh, I'm being cool. So. <laughs> we love, we love it. Congrats, Congrats, go man. do Congrats, my thing. Bro. Congrats, do your thing. But yes, so technically you were both right. <laughs> So don't forget much appreciated man. Just get the, the main simba. Just get get him get him some like some old curry. You'll have manioka, then what up in. Okay, bye 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 short. Bye. Hi chill. Hey, congratulations to Sean. So as as you've heard, the official Disney Lion King the musical is on tour in the UK and Ireland and Sean is coming in as the official understudy to the main Simba. So like Phil is saying, if that guy just eats a little bit too much Indian food in the UK over there and he's got bubble guts and can't make it onto the stage, my man's Yo, in the official Disney. Man, you know what would be nice? Sure, if, if we organize something for maybe the UK patrons, you know, to, to go support, you know? Actually, yeah, we should do that. All right, listen, listen, we are going to get Sean. If you're in the UK and you're going to want to watch The Lion King uh, with our own very Zimbabwean in there, we'll talk to Sean, see what we can do. You'll still have to pay though, but you know, maybe we can get like something extra. Mm, mm, mm. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. Yeah. So congratulations there to Sean Mundawarara uh, for uh, grabbing that gig. Another congratulations goes to two comedians. Um, we've mentioned both of them before on this podcast, but I just thought it's worth mentioning um, because they are on such an iconic stage. So, um, Alfred Kainga, who's based in the U.S., uh, as well as uh, Len Mojonasi, formerly known as Long John, who's also based in the U.S., uh, they will be kicking off the Africa Now Festival happening at the Apollo Comedy Club on the 13th of April. So, they both posted up pictures of the iconic Apollo Theater, Apollo Comedy Club, with their names on it. So, that was pretty cool. Apollo Comedy Club featuring Len Mojonasi, Apollo Comedy Club featuring Alfred Kainga both of whom will be there. They were, I, I was watching, um, you know, that podcast that Kevin Hart does. Which one? Comedy Goldmines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were, they were interviewing Alfred. So He's on Comedy Goldmines. My, my man's was like, I don't think it was on, was it on Comedy Gold? Does he, does he do a radio show? Was it a podcast or a radio show? Oh, so Heart to Heart is his radio show. Heart, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Ah, I didn't pay attention. I was just watching it as it came also, up on my phone. Don't tell them short, Dan. These guys are on the main Apollo marquee. So, Yes, shout out to them. So that's what I'm saying. So I, I was just, I was laughing at, at uh, Alfred, you know, I was just like, you know what, Kev? The thing is, Kev, you have to understand, Kev. I was like, Aish, my man's really pushing in the, listen, while I'm on the mic with you, I'm going to refer to you not just by your first name, but by, by an affectation of it. So we in there, we in there. Well, if you are in uh, America and you want to watch them, uh, the Africa Now Festival will be running from the 13th to the 15th of April, 2023 at the Apollo Comedy Club. So go check out the two Zimbabweans doing their thing, Alfred Kainga and Learn More Jonas. Cool, yeah. We'll be doing their Shout thing out to there. Long John, man. Long John's come a long way, man. That's such a dope story. Shout out to Long John, man. He's, he's blown up. I, I don't think he wants to be known as Long John anymore because in the past few times I've seen him referred to it's been Learn More Jonas. Yeah. So I wonder why. But you know, Maybe there's... But we we know the difference. It's it's for the new fans, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I just hope Alfred isn't cracking those terrible jokes that he was cracking back in the day. But anyway, it's neither here nor there. Which ones? I used to I used to grow up and okay. eat baboons, man. Like you know, you know <laughs> baboon butt, man. In Africa, man, was so rough in Africa. I know. I'm sorry. I ain't even mad at that. Get your bag, my man. Get uh, your bag. Tell them what they want to hear. It's all good. 
Anyway, anyway, let's now move on. We've, we've got a new patron. This, this this patron is coming with ginger. He's getting his money's worth. My man, oh, paid- so, sorry, Phil. Just 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 before we move on, just a quick some quick business to take care of. Um, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who've been listening to this podcast for a long time, you will know that there's a podcast that we are big fans of, and that podcast is called Private Affairs, an award-winning fiction podcast about Zimbabweans who are dating in the diaspora. That's correct. You heard me pronounce it the correct way. Diaspora, not diaspora. Don't be listening to this podcast and not knowing how to pronounce words. You're welcome. Um, it is, however, back for season two. Uh, it is almost done with season two, actually. So uh, if this is your first time hearing it, go back to season one. Listen to season two as well. It's different to this podcast where Phil and I just uh, just uh, yammer away. That one is produced with actors and scripts and sound effects and production and all of that. Uh, and yeah, it's all about drama, secrets, uh, romance, all that kind of stuff. It's very cool. Um, you should definitely check it out. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Just search for Private Affairs and you can find it. Indeed. And let's not forget that this project has been assisted by the Australian government through the Australian Council for the Arts, its arts funding and advisory body. Yeah. Word of advice, don't play it if your parents are in the car. Just yeah, no, don't. don't say there's, there's, you... there's quite a bit of bone there. There's... You and yeah. this, this last episode, yo, Dan. That's actually a topic. Let me even put it on the board. Let me put it on the board. I haven't listened to the, the latest one yet, Phil. Ah, uh, no, no, don't worry. I'm not, it's, it's going to spoil it. It's not going to spoil it. But yeah, okay. actually, right. actually, just remember, there's a topic to put on the board there. Anyway, as I was saying, we got a new patron. He's, he joined, like, literally, we dropped the link. He was there. He's, my man's been maximizing. He's been maximizing his five dollars. Uh, Colin, what's up, man? You good? <laughs> oh, hello, guys. Thank you so much. Hello, hello. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> see, see now. I opted for the Indian accent. I thought it would be better. I don't know which oh one. Oh my! Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, like we were doing Abu Dhabi earlier, so I thought maybe if I come in with an Abu Dhabi type accent, like, hello, guys. Thank you. you might think cheap. I'm part of the. <laughs> hey, look, man! You know you're a patron, and uh, <laughs> that's funny, man. I waited for this day, guys. I waited for this day. Like you don't know how badly I waited. I've been planning this introduction since last year. <laughs> so this, this was the rehearsed version. This was the. Re- <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, I looked in the mirror and I was like, it was either that, it was either that or a Chinese one. So I opted for the Indian one because Chinese one. Eesh, it's a, why? Why? Know, when, why were none of these options the non-offensive <laughs> version? Like, why is every option you chose? Which 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 group of people can I annoy more? The the country with one point three billion or the country with one point two billion? Like <laughs> exactly, you see now, you see now. I only deal in billions like earlier. Did you see? One point two has been spoken of, so that's that's my ammo. So other thing, other thing <laughs> the conversations that are for the Patreon group that stay in the Patreon group, like our names are on oh. this. You know what I mean? So like oh, yeah. podcast. I I am Dara when they come for uh, when they come for Aska, I'm saying Mirai but Hold on two seconds. I want to call in. Let me get you his details. Oh, okay. So gentlemen, so gentlemen, I'm, I'm dark skinned. So I'll just stand in the shadows. No clothes. You won't see me. Trust me. I'm like, I blend in dark night missions. 
yes, that image you guys have, that's it. Thank you. I you will not find me, gentlemen. I'm sorry, guys. I waited so long. I'm so happy. Like you don't know how happy I am. All right. Listen, Colin Kyle, we're muting you. <laughs> wait, wait, oh, two seconds. Before you mute me, before you mute me, then then you met me once. Like I'll take a drink, Queen of Hearts, one day to market. You met me, remember? I, I remember, yes. Hey, hey. And then Phil, Phil, we grew up next door together. What was it? <laughs> what? Yes. You when you used to come to Arari, but Brace. Phil, can you get your get your man's Phil? Get your man's. <laughs> Brace. Wait, which road were you on? I was in Leroy, the house next to you. Wait, Doofy's house or the house on the other side? Uh-uh, Doofy, Doofy's house was across the road. I was next to you. <laughs> <laughs> My family still stays there. Yo, Crims, don't forget to beep that. Hey, no, 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 we said, yeah, yeah, no, you can bleep it out. But remember, but we never said the road. We just said Brayside. Oh, Brayside is you, bro. <laughs> every week. Don't worry, guys. I'll be here every week until oh. the end of the year. Don't worry, guys. Don't you worry. Uh, anyway, this is a this is a gentle reminder to everyone who's <laughs> listening that you too can become a Patreon subscriber simply by going to uh, twobroketumbles.com forward slash donate and signing up for just $5 per month. That gives you all kinds of behind the scenes access, including the salacious conversation that we will not have on the public podcast that might get us arrested. But the one that we had in the group, ah oh, man, you would have access to that. And every now and again, not every week, but every now and again, we will invite you onto the podcast. Colin is one of our new subscribers. Uh, he's come in with a lot of Gusto. energy, <laughs> a lot of enthusiasm. Uh, <laughs> welcome. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, so uh, yeah, I think we we'll mute you just for you, a little before bit. Before you go, before you go, okay, there we go. You got, you got, you got one shot here. What question or what topic do you want to ask us, or what topic do you want us to discuss? Courtesy of you here on the podcast today. To be honest, I have nothing. I just want to experience the the thing. Thank you guys. You guys are doing such a great job. Like I I I, I just want to say that I have nothing to add. You guys do such an amazing work. Like thank you. Much appreciated, man. We appreciate. It. Thanks for the support. Thank yeah, you, man. Much. Very appreciate. Very appreciate. Okay, so uh, listen. Hey, we've done our housekeeping, Phil. We can now talk about all the things that we prepared. All right. Yes. Yes. No. Actually. Speaking of private affairs, this is this is this is bonus discussion time. But there, there's a topic that comes up. In fact, it's in the previous episode as well. It's texting exes or maintaining a friendship when you realize that the the friend doesn't just want a friendship; they want more. So mm-hmm. the first one is when you break up with your with your well, obviously now that you're married. This, this is this is in the in the, the distant few past, like 10, 10, 15, 20 years ago. When you when you when you when you doubled the breakup, did you maintain contact or it was now ah we're done, deleting all the photos, deleting the contact, and I'm moving on with my life. Okay, so obviously there's different stages in my life. So let me try and describe the different stages. The current stage, as a married man, I should absolutely not be in contact with any of my exes. The most that it could potentially be is, hey, 
you work at this company. Do you mind giving me a contact for blah, de, blah, de, blah. But even then, that's like, surely you can find someone else you can speak to. But as a general rule, no. Married, no way you should be in contact with any of your exes, no. period. When you were single. When I was single. All right. <clears throat> when I was single and in a relationship. Um, okay, let me tell a story. <laughs> the thing is, people know who these people are. Anyway, you know what? We do it for the content. All right. So content I was... No, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to try and obfuscate some of the details, but the, the, the general gist of the story will be factual. So I was in a relationship with my current wife. We were, we were dating, you know, uh, getting to know each other, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Now, my ex, um, her, because I work at, in radio and in the media and whatever, their assumption was, ah, Dan has got the hookup for all the latest music, all the hot music, na 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 na. You know what I mean? So I was always being asked to like make playlists or, hey, here's a flash. Can you give us some of the latest stuff? you know, from, from uh, 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 the latest Zim Dantel artists or whatever the case is. Anyway, so um, here I, my, my ex then hit me up to say, hey, my aunt asked, hey, you know that, uh, that boy of yours, you know, um, there's a particular song I'm looking for from, I don't know, I can't remember who it was or whatever the case is. Um, do you think he can uh, get me the stuff? So then she asked, like, yo, do you, do you mind? So, I mean, I, mean, I didn't even think about it. I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. You know, here's, here's the song you're looking for, the album or whatever it is. I can't remember. <clears throat> so, wait, wait. But then. So, you're, you're pirating music is what you're saying. That's what I'm gathering. Here. Uh, um, in short, Yes. But uh, there's a longer, complicated answer, which is an this was a music headline. that there's was available for sale. Headline: ZFM boss in piracy scandal, fingered in piracy scandal. I think I think you overestimate <laughs> Zimbabwe and its interest in the legalities of uh, music distribution. But however, that was not the case. It was uh, okay without getting into, into into too much detail. It was particular music that wasn't available in public domain, but was listened to on radio. Anyway, long story short, um, I just like, without even thinking about it, I was like, oh yeah, sure, whatever, whatever. But then later on, you know, my conscience was hitting me to a certain extent because I was like, Aish, it feels like it was a shady behind the back transaction. So let me just tell madam, you know what I mean? Everything that went down. To her credit, she was very gracious. But there was very much, uh, but why? Like, but, why would you? Like, I don't know. I was just, yeah, but like, why? And I think that is a, I tell the story to raise that number one question. That like, that's the most valid question. If you are in a situation where you are, where there's some reason to, to um, interact with your ex, the question is why? And it's not just, is not a good enough answer. Why? I don't, I don't believe in making absolute statements like, oh, you can't talk Ningi or you can't na-na-na or you can't na na I don't believe in that. But I think it's fair to say, listen, if you, are, if you have broken up, let's say you're in a new relationship, for example, if you have broken up with an ex, don't be in contact with them. 
If for some reason you must be, there better be a valid reason and it's not just, hey, I'm cool with all my exes. What's the problem? That's my opinion on it. Mm. Interesting. What do you think? So you whipped. <clears throat> Dude, I don't know. <laughs> everything's You're the one who brought it up, man. Everything's in flux, Dad. I don't know anymore. No, on a, on a serious note. Um, I, I used to I used to be of that, you know, relationships are fluid. We can always try and figure it out as long as there's boundaries or people are respectful. But then as you get older, you just realize how much it's not necessarily that it can't happen. It's just the cognitive load. I think that's that's actually why I'm just like, hey, does it trick out cognitive load? It's hey. not, no, but I'm I'm being serious. Like the time it takes your brain to adjust, like when I speak to this person, I can't speak about this anymore. You know what I mean? Or, you know, like when you're in a relationship, you come across something or you share something. After the relationship changes, it's no longer appropriate to share that. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, not appro- it's, no, it's no longer appropriate to demand time from someone in that fashion because the relationship has changed. I think the, the best I can think of, and, the, and I, I do have a few examples of this, is after a breakup, you, you do like a, a six to 12 month armistice. Like you just, you know, go to your separate corners, allow your brains to reset, allow the relationship to reset. Then maybe like if, if you guys were genuinely good friends, you can work on rebuilding the friendship, but the friendship is never going to be the friendship it was before the relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I was, I was, I'm glad you added that last bit because realistically you can't be, close friend okay obviously everything you can but realistically what kind of super partner do you have who's not going to feel insecure let's let's also say that let's let's imagine you're single you're not even a relationship and the question is can you be friends with your ex of course you can let me let me let me let me start by saying obviously everything is a can or is possible so that's not what we're talking about on the question of whether it's a good idea absolutely not even if you guys were really good friends before, like Phil said, you have now shared something. You've crossed over a boundary that never exists before. And now that you've hopped back, that gate is loose. It can very easily open. And I'm not talking about you can, you know, maybe even if you don't uh, um, have any physical interaction anymore, there's still that, um, uh, whether it's emotional or... Uh, um, attractional, whatever it is. I just made up a word. But the point is, absolutely terrible idea to be good friends. Yes, you can be friendly. Yes, you can be cordial. Yes, you can even be friends to a certain extent and, you know, hang out as a group or whatever the case is. But Jerry Seinfeld and and what's her name? Elaine. Hi. Hi. Guys. Let's not lie to each other. I th- I think it's possible. I do have, I do have some friendships like that, but it, it's a lot of work, bro. It's a lot. Everything of work. every everything in life is possible, but is it a good idea? Absolutely not. If, like I said, absolutely if, if, not. It, it totally depends. But on the flip side, the reason why I brought this up is because, like on um, private affairs, there's a there's a line that's not been crossed, where you realize a friend who you thought was a friend doesn't just see you as a friend anymore, and I think you and I have both been in situations like that. And it's it's such a difficult situation to be in. That and you know, Dan, you know what I've realized what two broke need two needs. 
and what, what the podcast world needs in general. It needs two men discussing relationships. That's what's missing in the podcast sphere right now. And this is what yeah, we Yeah, I don't think there's enough of it. Hmm? Yeah. There's not enough of it. It's You're right. Yeah. No, but... To, to, and I'm being, I'm being genuine. It's so frustrating listening to these podcasts or coming across these podcasts and they're discussing relationships, but their takes are so bad. And I'm like, are you guys... Guys, which relationships? Like, is there any introspection? Is there any actual healthy relationships that you guys have? Or is all this just for engagement? Because it doesn't make sense. But back to my point. Dan, you and I are friends. We've been friends for a long time. We are of the op- op- opposite uh, yeah, sex, even same gender, whatever that may be. You know, we're very accepting over here too, BT. And um, one day, I have a few too many shots and I text you. Or even better, we're, we're in a cab going somewhere. And I just blurt out, you, why don't you want me? I've been throwing myself at you. You don't notice the signs. Why don't you notice this, Dan? What happens the next day? Are we still friends? First of all, this has happened. <laughs> I know, it was hilarious. <laughs> Several times. Um, obviously, it depends on how, how I handle it. And you know who are experts at this film? Women are experts at being friends with people who they know are interested. It's never brought up. It's never acknowledged. It's never spoken about. But she knows that he's interested. But I've seen this happen a million times. Let's and stop. Often, gen- let's stop general. Let's stop generalize because Dan, you and I have been on the other side as well. So we have been on the other side. But I will say, there's been times where I had no idea, and there's been times where I suspected. But I thought, yeah, uh, no, you know what? You are right. Let you're, me you're give. Let me oblivious. give the person you're the very oblivious. Hey, Dan is oblivious. <laughs> That's not true. I I'm. I'm willing to give people the bend. It's not like, it's not like I, okay, let me put it this way. <clears throat> don't you think, Phil, don't you think it's, it's somewhat, um, e- even egotistical to use the slightest evidence to come to the conclusion that someone likes me. But don't you think that's presumptuous? Okay. That, that, that you don't have, sound, you don't have, look now, at, Daniel, now, hear you, me you, up. you should have been a politician. You should have been a politician. Are you good? Ah, then you're good. I'll give it to you. You're good. I'm saying we can see evidence of that person did ABC. So I think they like that person. And in fact, it could be very, very, very convincing evidence, but it's, it's not the same as being hundred percent sure. There's been times where you can be wrong. 99% of the time you could be right, but there 1% you could be wrong. When you see it happen somewhere else, 99% is, is a good enough. You know, like, come on, man. It's pretty obvious she's into you or he's into you. When it happens with you, it's somewhat, pres- or at least to me, it feels somewhat presumptuous to be like, I see this evidence that if I would see it in anyone else, it would immediately make me assume that they like you. But I see it in you towards me. So I am now 100% sure you like me. No, to me, that feels presumptuous. I am, I, I am ah, yeah, I'm very quick to be like, eh, until you say something. And then you will take it for, hey, Dan is oblivious. Hey, chi-chi-chi. I'm giving people the benefit of the doubt. Of course I see and I can assume and suspect, but I'm not going to immediately come to that conclusion. No, I'm, I'm, to- I'm, I'm not talking about that, Dan. I'm talking about instances where I'll pull you to the side and I'll be like, yo, Dan. Um, and you're like, no, Phil, no, we're just friends. And then you keep pushing the friendship thing. And I'm like, Dan. A conversation That's what I'm talking about. No, no, but wait. And I'm like, Dan, 
a conversation needs to be had because what I can, I can I can guarantee this with all those examples that you have had right after that blow up things did not continue on a positive note things kind of dwindled down didn't they mhm and that's kind of my point in some situations that's happened but not in all situations but, and that's kind of my point is that sometimes without addressing the elephant in the room it it allows for resentment to breed or it allows for double guessing or it, it allows for some people to overthink and then they start assuming things where that's one thing I have learned now is you rightly said, like if someone is flirting, um, man, like if you can't say it with your chest, uh, I'm not even going to think, but, but also if I do see that, Hey, this person is texting me 10 times a day, or this person is remembering important days in my life and buying me gifts or something, or they've, they've even been time. Like now, nowadays I even, I even have like a threshold. So like, if if someone gets me a gift and it's too expensive or I think it's too much, I'll be like, "Yo, okay, we need to talk about this." There's 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 no way you, you're buying a friend um, a limited pair of Jordan fours. I know how it is to get these. What's that, what's what's happening here? You know what I mean? And sounds very specific. Ah, I can even get more specific, but I won't. <laughs> but I think like when I was younger. Uh, Ah, fam, ah, we're living, we're living a good life. Ah, of course, you know, why would I refuse nice things? Now, when I'm older, I'm like, hey, nothing comes for free. Because the last thing I want is that resentment, as I mentioned, where someone feels like, and that's the other thing is culturally, men are the, supposed to be the pursuers. As progressive as we, we may be or society may be, I think, like there's still a lot of indoctrination that's been in within us, not only for generations, but for, for most of our lives. So it's it's on very rare occasions that a woman will come out aggressive. She'll do the small things just to show you she cares. Like if a woman keeps offering to cook or bringing you food or checking in on you and you can tell, wait, this isn't a friend chicken. This is something's there's, there's, there's more to this. And if you don't address it, that's why I'm like, okay, we need to have the conversation. But ultimately, I do think, yeah, the moment the friend now starts crossing that line. The friendship is kind of dead. The friendship is dead. Okay, Phil, hear me out before we get to the friendship dying. Just hear me out. Is it absolutely out of the realm of possibility that someone might be hollering every day, checking in on you, um, giving you gifts and so on, and they are not romantically interested in you? They just see you as a cool friend? Of course they are. But at this stage in my life, I know the difference. I'm saying even in the in that situation where you feel the the way you're moving is as if this. My question is is completely out of the realm of possibility that you could be wrong or you are in, you are 100% sure that you know all the time. In I can only speak for myself in every example I can think of. I can't think of anyone that that were that was contrary to that. I cannot think of one example. Look, maybe we're different. Like I'm saying, I am open to the possibility that I am wrong. And it's not that I don't know. I'm just, like for example, whenever, whenever there's a conversation that I'll have with someone, I'll say, ah, oh, no, you and that person. When I say, no, nah, we're just friends. I mean, literally, this has never come up. There's never been a weird interaction. There's never been a conversation about it. We're just friends. Do I feel the energy? Yeah, but I'm not going to say that. That's, that's my own assumptions. I'm not going to tell you that I think deep inside that maybe, maybe not. I don't know. 
No, so, so good. Anyway, that's the point of that. No. Anyway, if that if it just so happens that that conversation is had, is it possible to become friends afterwards? I think it's extremely difficult. And I agree with you there that you've opened a gate or you've opened a door that just because now I know what you're in even if we agree that we're just going to be friends. And that's happened before where we've had to have a conversation and we sit and we agree, listen, we're just friends. This should not continue in any other direction. It's now weird because I can't even joke about stuff or, you know. Not I, even that, Dan. I think that the other thing that, the reason why I say it dies is a lot of the effort pre that conversation was predicated on I'm putting in all this effort towards this quote-unquote friendship because that's not the end goal. The end goal is something more than a friendship. So now when you remove that goal, that goal is no longer there. It's this weird thing where yeah. the effort you, you get on your side, you can tell like, yo, but I have done nothing wrong. I've, I've had a conversation with you. I'm trying to make sure I don't waste your time. I'm trying to make sure I don't hurt you. I'm trying to make sure I don't lead you on. This is what's going on. This is what I can sustain. And then immediately they, they start pulling back. So you're like, okay, so it wasn't really a friendship to begin with, which is a weird, and it's, it's a weird thing to feel. But at this stage, it's happened so many times. It's like, yeah. Uh, well, on the one hand, I haven't known women to give up that easily. No, um, but eventually, I've heard but, some but, but that, funny things. But what happens? What, what happens when they when they hit the brick wall? They won't. They won't give. They'll, they'll keep pushing because yeah, they they can keep telling us. Which is another thing. So like when we were younger, they, we'd have that conversation, and then whatever internal dialogue that they have, I'm just generalizing. But let's assume that internal dialogue is ah, it's fine. Don't worry, I'll break him down. I'll like like a like a like a rock on a river. I'll slowly erode him until I've washed away that hard exterior and it'll be mine. And they'll keep going and keep trying and keep pushing. And sometimes women are patient, right? It'll be years. Years. They'll they'll even be boyfriends in between. And then now it's a weird situation. The boyfriend's coming over to games night, but he's sensing a vibe. And you're not like, yo, my man, like, what? Like, does he know? Have you don't? Hey, it's just weird. Hey, sh- the stories that are just appearing in my head right now. Hey, man. You know what I'm saying? So that'll go down. And then eventually, she'll get to a point where she realized, yo, this is not happening. And somehow she'll get upset with you for realizing the thing you told her years ago was true. That, hey, this isn't going to go anywhere. Let's be friends. And then now you're the bad guy. For saying, let's be friends. <laughs> so, so um, we we have had a mutual friend who had a theory, if you recall, the MM theory. Um, the first M is a rude Shona word, and the second one is Mkuru, i.e., who oh! is the greater? <laughs> who is the who is the bigger a hole? The one who said who. Gives her what she wants, or the one who, right from the beginning, was very open about what what was right and what was wrong, and then the person ends up hurt later on, and they also feel stupid because you were open from the beginning. Anyway, I thought that was a very interesting conversation, and I'll explain why. I, not too long ago, a couple of years ago, called up an old ex to apologize. And she was shocked. And I was like, listen, I was, I was thinking, I was convinced I did nothing wrong because I was very open from the beginning. 
uh, that I was only interested in something casual. I wasn't interested in anything serious. And if you're okay with that, cool. If you're not okay with it, then just say now so we don't. Nah, 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 nah. And I was so fixated on, listen, I told you we had this conversation that I didn't even consider someone's feelings. Of course, I'm not responsible for your feelings. I completely understand that. But I am a human being who wants to be considerate of other people's feelings. So even though I'm not responsible for your feelings, I do want to be considerate. And if I move or act a certain way that hurts someone's feelings, I can't absolve myself of the guilt by saying, but I told you, but we had this conversation and you agreed. Because I know that even though we had that conversation, my actions affected your feelings and hurt you. So in, in that time, at that moment, I was completely fixated that I was right. I told you that this is only something casual. It's never going to graduate into anything more than that. You hurt yourself, basically, expecting more than it was. You know what I mean? I was so convinced. These women be tripping, yo. And it was only later on when something similar happened to me that I was like, damn. <laughs> this bastard. It hurt like this? <laughs> damn, it hurt like this? <laughs> And then, and then I really thought about it. Then I was like, you know what? Even though, yes, we had the conversation, this is not a business transaction. You know what I mean? This wasn't, we're not in the boardroom where you signed the contract. Therefore, you know what I mean? I did move in a way and made decisions and acted in a way that I knew would hurt you. But I thought that I'd absolved myself because we had spoken. So I see things slightly differently now. Yes, the conversation must happen. And yes, you must be open and so on but you can't absolve your role in hurting someone else by simply saying that we spoke about it. If I know that the action that I'm making is going to contribute to hurting you, especially when feelings are involved, because people don't act rationally when feelings are involved. If someone has feelings for you, I mean, you know, sometimes they'll accept something because that's the only thing that's on the table. Meanwhile, you're thinking, well, uh, we've all agreed, right? These are the terms. Ah, great. Sign here. Let's move. You know what I mean? Anyway. So it's, a, it's a, a, a somewhat of an epiphany I had a few years ago. Um, and I think since then I've wanted to live that way that, yes, even though I want to be open and yes, even though I want to be honest with everyone and so on, I still don't want to absolve myself of the effects of my actions on your feelings. Mm, look at Dan growing. Look at the growth. Growth, man, growth. Mm. So if, there, if there's anything that's, our listeners should take away from this conversation is boys and girls, you can't be friends, okay? You stay in your separate corners, okay? You you meet on the weekend for a social gathering and you are home at 8 p.m., okay? None of this hanky-panky stuff. Please, guys, thank you. All right, all right. So, um... I, I don't want us to talk about the documentary, but there's one thing I want to say. <laughs> what documentary? I don't know what you're talking about, Dan. I don't. I don't. I don't. The whole country is talking about the documentary. I, I don't, I don't, have I don't inter- want to talk I don't, about. I don't it. have internet. I like all the four hundreds on my decoder don't work from four from four zero zero all the way to four fifty. None of those channels seem to be working. I don't know what's going on. So psh, I'm oblivious. What, what's, what's happening? So I just want to say that <laughs> tread carefully, tread carefully. I 
am very curious to see who's still going to be tweeting or Instagramming or posting stories or whatever as more names are being named. Fam, all they'll do is turn off their comments. I think they'll stop. <laughs> That's what I want to see. That I'm just curious to all see. All they're going to do at the some of them won't even turn off the comments they'll keep the comments on they'll be like give me the engagement I just want to know are people gonna lay low for a bit that's all I want to know I'm just curious to see and I'm gonna be watching and I would love it if you don't tag me you can DM me the tweet or the Instagram post that's all I wanted to say to actually you know Dan shoot I I was about to crack a joke I just remembered last week we forgot to send a condolence message to Mkudze. I mean, we didn't say it on the podcast, but uh, I mean, I know, I'm sure you did and I did as well. Yeah, so, no, no, I mean, yeah, for the podcast, so yeah, um, for those of you who don't know, uh, King Kandoro tragically lost her, his mother. Um, she had been ill and well for, for some time um, and, and that's why he was around. So, at, at least he was able to, to be here when, um, when she needed him. So, our condolences go out to him. And then another tragic news, Dan, on Friday, I happened to be at a dinner with, with Carl, Joshua Ngobe, and his wife. And I'll say, I hadn't seen them in quite some time. So we're just catching up. And then tragically, um, yesterday morning, his mother passed away. So mm-hmm. condolences go out to, to them, man. It's, it's very sad times in Zim comedy right now. Uh, so yeah, thoughts and prayers go out to them. Um, hope they're okay. But I was reminded of Kandoro. Because I'd like to quote him. Because then, as you see, as you're wondering about what these people will be doing about the Instagram posts, this is this is Kandoro captures it perfectly. And uh, let me let me make sure the volume is at an adequate level so you can hear. This is this is his this is his commentary. What we does say? Basically, like literally, all all we can do is just comment, and that's it. Like if all you can do. If after seeing after seeing that is all you can do is just comment and crack jokes, Psst, light work, <laughs> light work. I just want to see who's gonna because there were a lot of people talking today that I was like, I know you ain't talking right now. But anyway, uh, you need to tell me over here. <laughs> <You know? laughs> fam, even even within that fam, just that one because there's so many names I was already recognizing. I was like, yay, yo. <laughs> you know, for so many years, Dan, I I don't know, like Dan. I've, I've been upset with my dad. I was been like, yo, when all these Bali's were putting themselves in position to chow sheets and and do this, then the third, where were you? But ah, at least now this this week, this week at least my my father can rest on his morals because he's nowhere near these guans. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, moving on. And like speak- I mentioned, these yeah. conversations I had in the Patreon group. Mm-hmm. By the way, if there's if there's any uh, people with vested interests who want to find out what those conversations are, it only costs five dollars, and then you can join the group and uh, <laughs> find out. <laughs> so yeah, speaking of people, speaking of people on Instagram, they don't care. Let me let me break down the story. Dan, are you familiar yeah. with the Facebook rapist? Jeez. Philip. 
Give me a second to deal with this whiplash. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay, I'm now with you, Philip. Mm-hmm. So I can I'm, now I'm not, I'm, address this with this with the seriousness I'm not that get into it deserves. Detail because because it's it's a serious. But anyway, there's a there's a, a person from South Africa called Tabo Besta. Tabo Besta mm-hmm. had been found guilty of rape, uh, kidnapping, and murder. He would recruit um, or seduce um, young women in South Africa via, excuse me, social media. And he was eventually found guilty of his crimes and he was serving a prison. Um, so yeah, Tabo Besta, known as the Facebook rapist, was serving a life sentence for rape and murder in Mangaung Correctional Center, which is a private uh, facility managed by multinational security company G4S. Then, while he was serving his sentence, Dan, there was a mysterious fire slash suicide, allegedly. Excuse me. So, in this fire slash suicide, Tabo Besta apparently killed himself and somehow uh, set himself ablaze. Um, the incident was initially ruled a suicide, but there was a lot of discrepancies in the story. One was that they found out that the body um, had already um, died of blunt force trauma to the head before the fire. Um, there was no actual DNA evidence connecting this body to Tabo Besta, but the body was found in his cell. So the ruling was that this was um, a, a suicide under mysterious circumstances, but no one really understood what was going on. But um, South Africa being South Africa, there's so much happening, like no one really dug into it, but I'm sure there were reporters on the case. And shout out to groundup.org. They've really been covering a lot. So they, they seem to be um, a donation slash community-based um, uh, journalism outfit that have really been covering the story and, and many other stories really well. So if you want to support them, support groundup.org. On the other side, Dan, there is a celebrity uh, dermatologist slash aesthetician named Dr. Nandi Magudumana. So she's been mm-hmm. known to be like an inspiration. You know, lean, you know, you know the lean-in uh, women, you know what I mean? Like she, she, she's been buying cars. She's been showing her practice. She, she gets invited to speak. She's on radio. I believe she might have been even working on a book. But she was, she was like the girl boss. Hashtag girl boss. Hashtag women leading from the front. Mysteriously. Oh, and and by keep in mind, this woman was married and has a children with a previous marriage. Then two months ago. Rumors started circulating that, hey, guys, um, I was at Woolworths and I saw the doctor there and she was with a man and the man kind of looks like the Facebook rapist. I'm not too sure. And the story continued to gain traction and grow. And then now people were on calls being recruited for casting um, jobs for Netflix. Other people were being recruited to be part of investment schemes, essentially Ponzi schemes. Other people were being recruited to be part of property investment programs. And the, peop- the person who was running these calls, um, they went through uh, the, several pseudonyms. One of them was TK. And people were looking and they were like, hey, um, this guy kind of looks like the Facebook killer. Kind of weird. And then people started digging and they realized 
that Dr. Nandipa was either an owner or a director of some of these companies, which is very peculiar. And at the time, the doctor was staying at a very nice mansion. She was actually building her, a new surgery next door to the mansion. And then last week, as we were recording, the story broke out and people started releasing photos and saying, yo, the story isn't adding up. Not only does this, this man die, quote unquote, in mysterious circumstances, but he's been seen a couple of times in public. He's been seen with the doctor. The doctor um, is a director and she's been part of some of the stuff he's pushing. And while that happens, she disabled the comments on all the Instagram posts. But as we've said, then she was posting through it. So much so that now, just a week later, keep in mind, there's been no resolution. They've, they've been, statements have been sought from the police minister, but you know, he's, he's been busy because they had 2,500 tires to collect at the national shutdown that happened on, on Monday. I don't know if you saw. Mm, maybe we should discuss that as well. We'll discuss it later. <laughs> but, so you don't, you don't want to discuss Zim politics, but you want to discuss SA politics. But I, anyway. It's fine. No, this yeah, is I, I just so, have... I'll, I'll, I'll get to the point. So... Mm -hmm. The kick of this, this this whole story, it's already it's already dramatic, it's already a film, it's already crazy. But the wildest part is just a week later, after all this, nothing's been solved, there's been no resolution. Um, there's now a story that the, the doctor's been kicked out of her mansion because of non-payment. She's beefing with the landlord. They've they've ceased development on the, the, the center shows building. But the kicker is today she posted on her Instagram that yo, sorry, we had to shut down for a couple of days for unknown reasons. But we're, we're back and open. So if you want to start making your appointments, holla. I'm like, Yo, who's going to this doctor right now? Uh, uh, here are my questions here. Okay. So just to... Okay. So this Facebook rapist was convicted, thrown in jail. While he was in jail, what I want to know is, was he with Dr. Nandipa before he went to jail? It's that's what it it so according to all the reports did, did she, she, she link she, up with him while he no, was no 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 mm. because after he died she then requested his body from the from the morgue and then they don't know what happened to the body so mm. she seems to be complicit in the the quote unquote escape slash burning slash suicide whatever so my man allegedly allegedly yeah so it looks like my man's bagged this woman probably while she was still married to her ex or still with her ex, her baby daddy, and then somehow convinced her, yo, not only am I a rapist, not only am I a killer, not only am I serving time, but you got to help me get out of jail and you got to help me with these sham businesses that we're running and you got to help me get this guapo together. That, so that's, that's what's confusing me. Um, where, where, when would he have... Was she, is she just into bad boys? And that is a major understatement. Did he get a chance to like woo her with his incredible game before he went inside? Was she just so happening to visit the jail? I'm so confused. Why would she go through all this for him? I don't understand. I'm confused. So I think the other thing we need to... And it kind of links back to the other conversation we're having before Dan is. And we need to be honest with each other. Like, you know what I mean? Let's, let's, let's be honest. Sometimes women are birds. <laughs> let's, let's, just, let's just be honest and upfront. Sometimes women are birds. They want to believe whatever's being sold. 
And I genuinely believe that there are women who can become so infatuated or so in love, they'll overlook anything. You know, like our mother. You know, I don't know if you watched like SNL last month. There was a, there was a great skit on SNL during a weekend update where this, this mother, she's got like one son and four daughters and the son is doing horrible things. Like he doesn't look after her. He's stealing her money. Um, he calls her out of her name and she keeps praising him. Like, oh my God, my son is so amazing. He did this funny thing where I caught him stealing my money. Anyway, my daughter tried to buy me a house. How weird. That, you can <laughs> transpose that. There, there are some women who are like that. Like they'll, they'll see... Like rose-tinted glasses doesn't even begin to cover the magnitude of of the disillusion. There's that. Obviously, I think if my man is successfully running all these scams and sadly lured all these young women to either be sexually assaulted or to be murdered, he clearly has some sort of swagger. And as we've seen, I don't you're not a married man. I don't know. Does does your wife also have this thing of, of liking to watch the ID channel? Thankfully not, but she also man. has she has her things that she likes. You are a lucky man, but for some reason, women love these murder podcasts or the the crime channel. Yeah, she she has her she's she's into like psycho thrillers and stuff like that. But thankfully, yeah. the crime channel not so much. But ah, uh. but for but and whenever whenever I catch a glimpse of the crime channel, there's always a common thread of these dudes are psychopaths. They're narcissists. They're horrible individuals killing murdering, do, raping, doing whatever. But they never seem to have a shortage of fans. They'll be in jail serving five consecutive life sentences for murder. And every day fan mail coming in. And you scratch your head like, well, how? Why? Because now the doctor, imagine <sighs> spending all that time going to medical school, building your practice, building your name, building your reputation, building a following on social media, how hard that is. And maybe part of building that following on social media was through the, these illicit gains. And maybe you become addicted because you're like, yo, I've been selling this dream that I'm living in a mansion and I drive a G-Wagon and this then the third and I've just got to keep that lifestyle going. But to sacrifice all of that for some felon? Yo, wild. I, uh... I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, did you see that Ohlone thread? I avoid about, the um, <laughs> Anzi, tell me the most forbidden person that you've ever hooked up with. And people are sending in hmm. horrible stories. Horrible, horrible stories. It's like, hey, sh- Hi. Hi. Sometimes, sometimes also, what you, what you, what your women are finding, uh, what you women are finding is attractive. I have, I have questions. I Give have us questions. an example. Give us an example. Let's, let's see what, what was being said. People were talking about, okay, uh, I hooked up with my man's three brothers. I hooked up with, this one says, I had sex with three of my older brother's mates. He thinks they see me as a little sis, but the only thing that's little is... Anyway, then it continues. (laughs) (laughs) I love it when you try to keep things PG. Anzi, uh, Anzi, uh, I used to hook up with the pastor at work. I mean, at church. 
Sure. Sure. Yo, do, Listen. Do, do, um, do, you, do you see that back and forth a couple of weeks back about there was a girl who her stepdad was a pastor and her mom hated her and then she started sleeping with the stepdad and then she got pregnant by the stepdad then the mother found her then the mother kicked her out and then she confided in another friend and then the friend did something scandalous as well and then they started beefing and then they just started letting all the dirty laundry fly oh man that was yeah I saw that I saw that <laughs> <laughs> and they were just like insulting each other like you guys this is mutually assured destruction all right I, I, no one is going to there's no winners here ah <laughs> uh, so anyway I'm speaking, con- speaking I'm of alone scandal i'm convinced alone is look yeah yeah i know uh, she's she's one day just one day one day is one day Sp- speaking, anyway, speaking of uh, birds, did you did you see that 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 clip from a podcast last week which clip so from whose podcast from her clip aloni's got a podcast so she got a clip which she was like yo um i got a friend so she's dating so she went out on a date with on one date with one night um and then she was like uh yo do you mind um picking me up or sending an uber and then first guy sent an uber picked her up paid for the uber to take her back home second night she tried the same thing and then homie was like Ma'am, are you are you unable to meet me at the venue? And she's like, no, send an Uber. Like, don't you want to see me? And it's like, yo, this is our first date. You already want me to come out of pocket to see you, but you the one that set up the date. What? And then all the girls around are like, oh, girl, he's so trash. Oh, my God, what's wrong with him? And then she posted it, and the people in the comments are like, I know that man was a German. She's like, actually, he was Zimbabwean. No, actually, the girl was Zimbabwean. And then, so it, it just brought up this whole discussion. And I was just, in my mind, and then they were like making, casting aspersions on the guy saying, you know, broke boy, he can't even afford an Uber, this, that, and the third. And in my mind, I'm like, ma'am, there's only one person in this equation who can't afford to get where they want to go. And it's not the man. <laughs> Phil, you don't get it. Mm. You don't get it. You see, broke boys don't deserve what? Exactly. So, <laughs> um, what's the, the women that text alone? I, I, I really hope you find like the attention <sighs> and love you need because there are a few things lower than DMing alone. I, I, I've spoken about this on the podcast before. While I do believe that everyone has the right to make their own decisions in their own life, to live how they want, date whoever you want, etc. And we have, a, we have shown that there are women who view relationships as a transaction. Men are willing to pay for said relationships, etc. All of that exists and so on. I still happen to think it is very sad. Um, and I would never want that for myself. Um, and... I want to try and avoid judging, but I still can't help but think that that line of thinking, if a man can't pay for your Uber when you, I just think that's so sad. Of course, the other extreme of the, you know, the meninists and whatever. Oh no, you must, you must make sure that no woman, like all of that as here's the thing. If in general, if I'm pursuing a woman, 
as I was before. And I'm looking to meet up with her and I'm saying, hey, I want to take you out or let's go for dinner. Or let's go watch a movie or whatever. I'm assuming that I'm paying as a given. But I would raise red flags if she's like, we've just started talking. She's like, so I need you to pay for this. Um, also, could you pay for that? And no, no, to me, Dan, that's like, wait, Dan, listen. Oh, Dan, wait, hold on. So there's, there, there's two variables there that you're overlooking. One is pursuing, right? This, yeah. which means... There was a conversation. There was, there was, the context is different from like a dating app where like we both swipe right. We have a little bit of a conversation. Then we're like, okay, now we need to meet to see yeah. if this, this vibe continues. To me, that's not yet pursuing. That's, yo, we're testing yeah. the waters we want to see, right? Yeah. And even with, even if you're taking her out, it's not a given that you're picking her up, especially if it's the first date because yeah. the safety concerns, uh, you obviously were in a different city. That's another thing. But then for you to just assume, that, yo, I'm the prize. Do, 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 do you know what will make a woman short circuit? The same way that woman short circuited when she just asked what woke means. <laughs> just, 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 mm. Like in a non-confrontational way, just, just ask a woman, yo, what do you think are your weakest qualities and what are the things you, you've worked on? Like, what what do you think you bring to a relationship? Watch them short circuit. Because after they'll list two things and then it's <laughs> I do I do honestly feel you know, as the wine people say, I do feel like I took the last chopper out of Saigon. You know what I'm saying? Because I Hmm. Ah, the streets, ah, the, streets the, man. Ah, the streets. Hey, I'm trying to leave the streets exceptionally. Ah, the streets are no longer. Hey, ah, it's tough. Man. Hmm. The streets, these, streets, these streets. I mean, speaking of speaking of occurrences in the streets. Look, we don't normally discuss gossip and stuff like that on this podcast, but it is an interesting talking point. So he's posting be, it. I will. Hmm? He's posting it. Yeah, he's the, exactly. Okay. Long story short. I had to I had to polish up on this today because I haven't really been following it. But long story short, Holy Ten recently got married. Well, traditionally married, right? Yeah, went through the Lobola ceremony. Um, and he married his now longtime girlfriend, um, Kim. However, as soon as he got married, people that he's been beefing with, including Tatilisha, so it's a whole other story about other things. Anyway, the point is they uh, started releasing things to attack said marriage. Uh, including um, the fact that Kim Wacho has a video where she's kissing Volts, who is someone who had been beefing with Holy Ten. But it turns out that that was from a video that was shot like two years ago, but then it wasn't released. It's just a lot that's going on. Anyway, and then the allegations that he paid $15,000 Lobola, that's not even corroborated, but that's the story that's going around. And then apparently Holy Ten Wacho has a child with some other girl named Tairiro. And then that girl, when she saw that he got married, came out and started saying, hey, but you can go get married. Meanwhile, you don't even look after your baby. Then Holy Ten Wacho actually went to go see her. And there was video footage of him coming out of her house in Chitungwiza or something like that. And <laughs> it's just... It's a video footage. You... <laughs> Guys, we need jobs in this country. We need employers. <laughs> anyway, the reason I bring it up is... <sighs> I think it's pretty obvious that there's a lot of people who 
get some kind of perverse pleasure from it will end in tears. I, I understand a certain level of schadenfreude in people who are bad people or who I think are bad people, whatever the case is. But th- there's people that revel, that swim, backstroke, you know, butterfly in, in the perverse pleasure of it will end in tears. And oh, they would love to push for it. And and I just, every time I make the mistake of scrolling down into ZimCeleb's comments or to just... Why would you even do that? Why? why? Sometimes out of curiosity, I do that. And then I realize that people in general are so negative, um, cruel, cross, just say the worst thing possible all the time. I don't know Holy Ten. I've met him very briefly once. He was doing a radio interview. I've never had a conversation. I don't know if he's a good or bad person. Of course, I have thoughts about, you know, what he's publicly stated in recent months. But then again, I also understand a lot of the pressure that comes on people from the various places that it comes from. So I don't want to be in a place where I judge people. I don't know him. Kimbali Wacho and foot. I don't know what her story is. But from that place of not knowing them, me seeing them get married was like, oh, beautiful. I can't understand why your first thought would be like, yeah, it will end in tears. Yeah, let me let me see how I can. Yeah. And it's just like, geez Louise, man. It's just sad. Touch grass. You know what I'm saying? Get a hobby. Dan, I'm going to Hobbies are expensive. Do you know, buy and sell gold. Do something. <laughs> Hi. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so, Philip, you know, uh, a segment of ours that has been uh, doing really well recently is white people business. Mm, what are new developments in, in Caucasity land? So again, I want to be honest with everyone and let you know that I prepared nothing. However, um, now that we're here, I will share with you some white people business that I happened to stumble across because, you know, when you watch the first, the first video, then they start giving you. Have you heard of Emma Chamberlain? No. So, um, Emma Chamberlain is uh, one of these people who's like super famous for creating content. She's like super famous, right? Um, she, I think from YouTube mostly and then into TikTok and all of that and all of that. She's got like millions of subscribers. I honestly don't get it. But anyway, long story short is she was under fire this past week because someone was sharing a screenshot of her online store seemingly advertising the opportunity to buy a DM from her for $10,000. Okay. Wait, let me Google it. Maybe it's worth it. Oh, you're going to be so disappointed. 
So in the screenshot of this uh, of this storefront, so it's this is her her like if you go to whatever it is emmachamberlain.com or whatever it is, right? Um, you can buy things from a store. Nah, 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 buy this, buy t-shirts, buy blah blah blah, buy eh, buy a customized DM from Emma Chamberlain for ten thousand dollars. It even included a payment plan of nine hundred and two dollars fifty eight cents a month for I, a year. We we love a queen that offers us flexi pay option. What is she doing? Now, of course, for? when people <laughs> so when people started well, when people wanted to investigate, her store was down. It was under construction. It wasn't available. So everyone was like, "Yo, is this screenshot for real?" People were mad, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. How people felt it was extremely tone deaf in a time when the economy is difficult and you've got fans that love you. You're saying it costs to get a DM from you ten thousand dollars. It's almost money. like meeting someone for two hundred thousand. Anyway, um, she was getting roasted by tons of people about being a completely. Uh, completely out of touch with society and being tone deaf and not appreciating her fans. Apparently she started losing followers and all of that. Anyway, her merch company, um, which was responsible for putting together this storefront, then came out and put out a statement saying, Hey guys, can y'all calm down? That was a test program that was done actually a while back. It was. It didn't even go live. Come on now. It was never discoverable on the main page site. Jumping. It was a gun. test program. We just put some random thing. We wanted to see if we wanted to sell things and also make a payment plan for them. No, 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 no. That's why we put it at a, an outrageous figure, and we, it didn't even go on a discoverable site on a page. The only way it may potentially have been visible was through, um, uh, so like SEO scraping or uh, um, uh, um, search engine scraping. Mm-hmm. Um, so they suspect then that someone went and searched for it and then maliciously posted it to make it seem like uh, this is what she's doing. Mm. So um, just sharing that. I, I don't know if I buy that necessarily. Uh, I do think that it was a test. I don't know, think someone was. I think someone just made it go live by mistake for a while. But okay. Yeah. Anyway, out of all this, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Business. What do you think? I, I still don't get this. Like, why, why do people get upset for someone charging when they want to charge? I don't understand that. Because it makes no sense to me. Her, okay, remember, she's not a celebrity in the sense of she's a mega movie star or a musician, whatever, whatever. She's a celebrity in the sense of people feel very relatable or she feels very relatable. People connected with her on the YouTubes and the TikToks and the Instagrams and whatever uh, that she's a oh, girl next door who appreciates and understands us. And so that's her whole persona. If her persona was Paris Hilton, then, you know, no one would say anything. But... She was making like, she was doing like skits and, and, you know, like, oh, I'm one of you guys. And then, you know, tens of millions of followers and blah, blah, blah. And now for her to post this, please do keep in mind that I've never in my life watched a single video of hers. I'm going to watch one now. Mm. Uh, Let's see. Emma Chamberlain. I'm just keeping you guys updated in white people business. (laughs) So you think there's nothing wrong with charging 10,000 for a DM? Dude. Whatever you want to charge, whether I'm going to pay it or not is a different story. Whatever you want to charge, knock yourself out. I don't care. What does that have to do with okay, me? She's, she's got uh, 12 million subscribers on YouTube. It's, no, this is a very long video. Can I have a short video, please? Let me look for her most famous videos. I mean, road trip to Vegas, dressing up as each other. Vegetarian tries meat for the first time. 
Okay, let's see that one. This is four years old. Today we're gonna eat meat. <laughs> kind of nervous. I'm kind of like, I feel like I'm, I'm really nervous actually because I've been vegetarian my entire life. From the time that I popped out of mom's vagina, I was a vegetarian. You can say that like your parents aren't anymore. Okay. Alright. I tried a few meats. You know, there's like, sometimes bacon. You know what I'm saying? Do it. Bring it. Oh, I also have my friends here. We're gonna help me like they- <laughs> To do it in order. It needs to be orderly. Okay. okay. This is very much for white children. So there's your white people business for this week. Thank, thank you, Jack. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Philip, you were outside this past weekend. I was indeed. I was I was given the all clear to go outside. So I, I passed through Fiesta. I was expecting to see you there, Dan. Where were you? Philip, um, to be 100% honest, I completely forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Even though I was thinking about it the day before it happened. But the day... I, look, I'm currently going through some stuff. Uh, my car's at the mechanic. Mm-hmm. Um, um, there should be some traveling going on very soon. Um, you know... And apparently a husband is supposed to bring home treats for his wife every day. So, you know, <laughs> who told you that? my mind has been on who other things. You, who told you that? <laughs> That's, this, is the, this is external pressure that people are putting on me, Philip, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you start questioning, like, maybe I should be doing this. Can't hurt. Maybe I should. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So my mind has just been on a lot of things. And um, I did not go to Fiesta Fiesta. But I would love to hear how the sixth anniversary of Fiesta Fiesta went with Nkosazana daughter. Mm. Did she bring her dimples? Um, she did. She brought her dimples. Um, but like a drunk teenager locked out of the house, she could not find the key. And they, whoa, yeah. I mean, it was, it was are you serious? Of, uh, it was good. It was like the good energy. She was really interacting with the crowd, but her vocals were whoa. Wait, let me let me see. Like I didn't want to be a negative Nancy, but let me see if I can play some audio. Let me see if I can because Ish. yeah. Let's let's play this. Right, here we go. Let's all backtrack, by the way. Here's a better one. Yeah, the vocals went great, but it was, it was, it was, it was I realized she thick like this. Jeez Louise. Wait, what are you looking at? Oh, I'm just looking at a YouTube video then. Oh, no, I know. No. Then how did you not know? No, I mean, I, I guess I knew. I just never really paid attention. Oh, Jeez yeah. Louise. Well, anyway. 
That's uh, that's unfortunate, yeah, but I mean, as long as the show yeah. went well, it was pretty it was, it was, packed. I hear. Yeah, it was packed. It was full house. Full house. Um, Denim was got. I would have. I, I would have loved. So Sun had a good response. Um, hmm. Zim Hop is in a really good space right now, man. It's, it's really good. Very nice. I'm really. I'm really happy. Zim Hop is in a really very good nice. Space. Denim. You said Denim Woods and Sun. Yeah, they both did like a gorilla performance, and yeah, um, they brought the heat. So yeah, man, I'm just I'm I'm just really excited for what's going on with Zim Hip Hop, man. There's a lot of good things happening, and as you guys will see in the coming weeks, Two B T might be doing one or two things in that regard as well. Oh uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, if you are not yet a patron subscriber, this would be a great time to subscribe because there's some cool stuff coming up, and uh, we will be, of course, yeah, um, deferring to our Patreon subscribers first before anyone else. So, uh, yeah, now is a great time to subscribe is all I'm saying. Mm. Uh, TwoBookTimples.com forward slash donate. Uh, listen, it's quite exciting stuff, eh? Um, people are going to be like, wow, those guys are so cool. I'm like, yeah, it's true. <laughs> we are cool. We are cool. Um, anything coming up? Uh, are you going? We said you're going to UB40, right? I don't have the monies yet. I want to go. I just need to. <laughs> I also should. I'm trying to okay. There's no way I can let's go call, without getting my parents' tickets. I will be disowned. Let's so, call Walter. Fam, I was on a panel with Walter on Friday. He didn't even offer. Sure. No, no, we're we're calling him to help him promote the show for free. Yeah, and yeah. See if he gets the yeah, hint. Because that's what that's what Walter needs. He needs us to boost the sales. <laughs> like he's really struggling. No, no, no let's see if he gets the hint. Hold him. Let's, let's see. Let's see if he picks up. <laughs> No, I'm not gonna call. I'll call him tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I did actually call. I was like, "Damn, Walter, long time. What's going on, my man?" He's like, "We already got Star FM." I was like, "Damn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Damn." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> I was like, "You should have called me earlier, man. We could have talked." I was like, man, this, this is like months before the event. Jeez. But anyway, it's okay. It's, it's fine. It's all right. We'll do the next one, Walter. It's all good. Um, hey, remember we spoke to uh, Sean a while back. We should have spoken about it with him when he was on the phone, but I guess he was busy. We finally got the trailer for the Just Say Hello movie. Looks very exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does look dope. Um, still no details as to where it's going to be available, how it's going to be available. I think that's the only frustration. But yeah, it's looking good. Yeah, looking forward, looking forward to it. I mean, so far, I'm sold. It looks interesting. Um, but yeah, go check out the trailer. It is available. It, listen, guys, if a lot of people watch the trailer, then a lot of places will think that, you know, there's a lot of interest or they'll know, sorry, that there's a lot of interest. Next thing you know, there's opportunities for this movie to be taken up in other places and everyone can watch it in different places. Support for Zimbabwean movies. So just go watch the trailer. Uh, just say hello. It's available now on YouTube. Mm. Um, while we are still on movies and t- television things, um, I started watching you this week, the new season. You still watch that? I do. And season one was pretty good. Season two was like, okay. Season three was like, ah, but now season four, I mean, they kind of reinvented it and I think it's pretty cool. Uh, it's I'm not a great right. show or like excellent TV, but it is, I do like it. Mm-hmm. Let me try and explain why I like it. 
the main character, Joe Goldberg, played by Dan from Gossip Girl, um, he has such a um, superiority complex. Like he literally judges everyone around him in this inner monologue that you hear. And I find that so relatable. Do you not go around Phil and just think, what an idiot. Oh my goodness. What is this person saying? Are you serious right now? No, 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 no. I used to. Like, man. And then life showed me flames and I realized, ah, nah, everyone's going through it. No, I mean, obviously I don't mean about going there. I just mean like when people say and do stuff, you're like, bruh. So yeah, no. Um, if you, if you gave up on you on season three, I'd say give it another chance in season four. They try a new formula. It's a whole different formula. It's not what it was before. I, I, Still somewhat similar. But. I'm not going to watch it, but okay. So wait, cool, so, cool, cool, so wait, cool, 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 cool. You, you haven't watched, you haven't watched Creed. You haven't watched Mandalorian. You haven't finished Chris Rock. Um, you don't watch Snowfall. You haven't watched Your Honor, but you watch you. So Phil, Phil, what have I told you about how I watch TV shows now? Fam. Grow a pair, Dan. Okay. As I have explained. Put, put your foot down. I can only watch, and I, I, I say this, I say this as if I'm complaining, but still, it, I do want to watch it with my person. It's pretty cool watching a thing together. So we watch things together. I don't just watch Creed or just watch, you know, even The Last of Us. It's like, I'm not really, it's so heavy, you know, and I'm not really feeling like watching it right now. <laughs> can I watch it alone then? No, we have to watch it together. So can we watch it? No, it's just, I'm not really feeling. <laughs> but um, I will have a reprieve shortly where I will hopefully catch up on all the things that I haven't watched. When are we going to watch Shazam, Philip? We already have a backlog. Have you watched Ant Man and the Wasp yet? I mean, Quantumania. <laughs> no, I haven't. So, yeah, you're in no position to ask me these questions. Get your act together first, bro. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a bit of a a, a, a reprieve to catch up soon. So, all right. All right. Um, some new music, Phil. Some new, new music to check out. Um, let me see what I have here. I have the new Holy Ten song, which has done better than his previous recent releases. Is it on DSPs? I've not Dan? listened to it yet. Oh, it's a. It's not on DSPs. No, we're not playing it. Anyway, Ricky Tyler, my man. There's some weird things going on with um, Universal. I don't know if you know. Sipo resigned from Universal last week, which is causing the waves in all our my nerdy music industry groups. So. We very watching that situation very closely because Universal has been going through some turmoil, um, which I believe has affected ASAP. And I've been pretty, I've been pretty little. To be honest, I've been a little miffed with how they handled ASAP. ASAP deserved better, but hopefully things are about to change. But they've also got Ricky Tyler there, and Rick, I've been a fan of Ricky Tyler for a while. Um, but this song here is probably my second favorite. Like this, this is a jam. This is R- Ricky Tyler's Sunday Drive that he dropped featuring Teleman. Midnight. 
walk, so you wanna just talk I'ma say something false, you know Say it's my fault when it's all your fault You was in my face, you know You told me that you wanna be with me and shit Told me that you wanna have a thousand kids Same old thing, leave it all on me You sleep in my bed, yeah. And we both light up like fireworks So how do we fail, yeah. I'm addicted to shit, you and my system I overdose, can't sleep alone Just let me know, yeah. are you gonna stay with me? So we can be 25, so we can be 45, baby Just thinking of the good old times, sleeping on the Sunday drive So we can be 25, so we can be 45 Now that is a jam, man Sh- Shout out, shout out to Ricky Tyler, that is a jam Sounds good Sounds dope, sounds dope Hmm Anything else you want to play there, Dan? Uh, there's a couple of things that are okay, but I'm not like huge fans. Like, for example, the new Kruger and Kiki Badass. No, it's, I got heat, Dan. I got heat. Right now, Blackie, in my opinion, and I'm not even... This is not a hot take. I think Blackie just saved Elaine's career. This, this song that Blackie Ooh, dropped with yeah. last week. That new Elaine song is dope. Yeah, 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 yeah. I must say. Uh, Blackie is a bloody genius. Once again, scroll up to listen to our interview with Blackie.
Yes, that's Blackie and Elaine. Don't forget, you can subscribe to our pod, sorry, our podcast, our playlists, twobroketrimmers.com forward slash playlist. If you pay attention, there might be a few more when you head to that link soon. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's something that we don't talk a lot. I mean, we just always mention it in passing. But yeah, go to your um, Apple Music and search for the playlist music from the podcast. I mean, you you get more from Apple, but we don't discriminate. But yeah, Apple Apple is the the deluxe experience. Everything else, it's there, but it's not. You know, it's it's it's, it's not the, the the source. It's stepped on. Look, guys, I'm, Philip, I must say, look, for, for a show that wasn't well prepared and, uh, you know, that didn't have the usual depth of well-researched content, I think we did a good job. We did indeed. We did indeed. I think we did a good job. I think we gave value to our listeners. I think they can listen to this podcast and say, yeah, you know what? Dan and Phil really sat down and they really gave their all into this podcast. And... um yeah, no, no. I think well done to us. Well done to us. But, uh, you know, of course, we know that you you deserve a well-prepared, well-researched podcast. So, yeah. So, uh, head on over to YouTube. Uh, search up different, you know, news organizations and watch stuff on them. Uh, there might be some interesting stuff to watch on, I don't know, MSNBC maybe or CNN or Al Jazeera. Whichever, any one of those. And just, you know, find interesting stuff to watch. Well, I do not endorse this at all. So just let me out now. You think people shouldn't go to CNN? I'm saying let's play out. So guys, don't forget, you can subscribe to the podcast by heading over to www.com or any of your podcast apps of choice. We seem to have resolved our issue with Spotify. It only took us a year and a half and me speaking to 15 Spotify employees. And literally, I had to, Dan, you know, I literally had to go to the head of podcasting for Spotify. Like the head. <laughs> Just. <laughs> what, what did he what say? Did for you? Did he... What she. Um, what did she you, say? I'll tell, I'll, tell, I'll tell you off mic. But yeah. Uh, Philip, it's still <laughs> not. It's, it's not. It's still not working, Philip. Ah, dude, I don't know then. I don't know. I. Two bobs. Two broke brokers. Two bros and a mouse. Two bros finance. Two broke girls. Is that us? No. Anyway. Anyway, Dan. Um, you, you can find us there or on your podcast app of choice. Obviously, if you can, please follow us on social media. But the most important thing is if you can support us via Patreon or just go into our website, twobroketrimbos.com uh, forward slash donate. Or just hit us up. Hit us up uh, on the Twitter. Let us know you're listening or send, leave us a review. That means a lot. Um, yeah, man. It's good. you're you're also welcome yeah you're also welcome to give us your feedback on whatever we've spoken about if you think that we don't understand relationships at all or we don't get women at all and please do let us know two broke twimbos uh, at two broke twimbos on twitter instagram facebook or us individually denny that guy phil chard we will get back to you and uh, block or respond as appropriate um yeah i guess on that note then we're gonna sign out you have a song we're gonna sign out with philip um (laughs) I actually have a few. Which one? Which one? Do you want? John John Beba. Uh, I told my piano. John Kilimanjaro. John Tula. John Umpelilo. 
or do you want back to a bombani? <laughs> Zim releases this week have been a little a little dry for me. Yeah, no, same, mate. There's I mean there's a new bling for a new, but they're all like ah, fine. Okay. They're alright. But ish. anyway, yeah, so um yeah so you can you can take your pick there uh we're gonna sign out now thank you very much for tuning in we will catch you in the next episode like subscribe follow comment all of those things and we'll see you next time we out
Yeah. 